Grant, you finished that barbecue? Uh, yeah. Guess how many uh, uh, how many meals that was worth? Oh, there was a lot left of yeah. the meat. So <laughs> I would say you just finished it yesterday. So six meals. Wrong. It was four, but it was four big ones. <laughs> it should have it it been five meals. Yeah, the th- yeah. Like, just glancing at it, I'm like, oh, that's is this two? I can't quite tell. Maybe. And then I started filling up a plate, and like, oh god, my plate is full of meat, and I have not made a dent into it. Oh boy, but it's already on my plate. What am I supposed to do? I want to eat it. I want to eat all of it right now. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe this maybe this is a good amount of meat to eat. I mean, maybe maybe you can eat this amount of meat. An hour of eating meat later, I yes, I, I can, but I perhaps yeah. should not have. Yeah, did, did, it did was it an you... amount that you should have won a T-shirt for. Yeah, my <laughs> picture should be on my wall right now. Put your name on your own wall. Take a, full, a picture of yourself uh, with like a sauce plate. And a thumbs up, and, a and just put it up on the wall. Yeah, <laughs> go full on Photoshop so you're shaking your own hand. <laughs> today's uh, today's topic is sent in by loyal listener uh, T. Thomas B. Uh, D. Dental S. <laughs> this, doctor, uh, this doctor of d surgery says uh dear free legal advice i never thought this would happen to me mm-hmm. the expendables is a ridiculous movie that assembles veiny action heroes on a flimsy pretense of assumed plot what if there was a film called the dependables starring typical supporting actors what would the plot and cast be and this is where it's important for little Captain Travis to know that we will read anything that you send us because I originally read this as sidekicks and not supporting actors, which is <laughs> entirely a different topic. Mm-hmm. So I didn't no even realize inc- you were getting it from this topic. Exactly. <laughs> so little Captain Travis, I just want you to know, no matter how incorrectly we will interpret mm-hmm. your question, we will read it aloud. We will read it how we choose to read it and interpret it how we choose to interpret it. Well, what I like here is that loyal listener, uh, T. Thomas B., D. Dental S., mm-hmm. uh, he's essentially <laughs> given us two topics because I've done a ton of preparation about sidekicks and why it would be a terrible movie. And uh, it turns out this is an entirely other topic that's still up for dibs. <laughs> this is his topic, okay? This is it. We're doing it. This yep. is the topic. And he's saying, no, but it's a different thing. Oh, you wrote different words? Well, we, we read different words. So, <laughs> so some of us are strict. You get uh, what you get. Some of us strictly interpret the questions to the letter as they were written. Others right. of us interpret as the as spirit in which they were intended. Folks, and that's why we... Yep. And this, this panel, this Supreme Court of Free Legal Advice uh, judges, we can interpret the law as we have strict constitutionalists. We have... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, liberal uh, uh, hippies or free thinkers, what have you. We're all <laughs> interpreting the law in our own way. Um, I'm legislating this episode from the bench, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So speaking of something that he didn't ask, uh, sidekicks. So the, the idea of a bunch of sidekicks in a movie, it would it's like playing chess with all pawns. They're all like, so none of us have to be sacrificed if we just sit here? Cool. Mm. It's... <laughs> 
like uh, sidekicks, the movie would be like opening scene, abandoned warehouse, sidekicks hiding behind crates. And over the next two hours, they occasionally mutter, I'm in position. Or breathe a few times and say, we're going to do this. That's it. There's no trigger, man. There's nothing to get it going. But while we're here, like I said, this is the topic that keeps on giving because it gave us a free topic and the actual one. Uh, So what I think is, uh, uh, I I think you should all have, if you've checked your email, you should all have a, a handy visual chart. As we walk ourselves through the the world of sidekicks, so um, step into my salon. Uh, don't be nervous. Uh, have a seat on one of my many velour couches. My name is Doctor Matchmaker. You may have known me. I previously I was the uh, igniferous twigsmith. Um, <laughs> uh, so much like uh, much like a popular game called Dungeons and Dragons, which I hear is great. Mm-hmm. Um, much like that, I've made an alignment chart of uh, of sidekicks. The axes being um, their dedication to your cause. One on one end of that axis, we've, we have loyal sidekicks, and the other side, of course, disloyal. Mm. Uh, and then the other uh, the other axis is their utility, which we go from competent to you know uh, doltish. Okay. So um, this is like this is just a handy tool to kind of help us dial it in. Um, and uh, your placement services, uh, Doctor Matchmaker, um, are you? Filling. Sorry, I'm just going to come out and ask this. Um, heroes or villains? Uh, the answer is yes, because uh, in, <laughs> in, in our eyes, uh, all sides need kicked. Let's just uh, let's okay. put it that way. All right. Um, it's not for us to decide. Uh, it's not for us to decide what's right and wrong. Um, merely just like uh, who's going to who's going to who's going to give you the best uh, adventure uh, when you're out there. You know, doing your Nefarious or nefarious deeds. Either way, we don't touch it. <laughs> now, is it is it your belief that any you can take any sidekick and that individual person can fit a villain or a hero, or are you saying you have some that are better suited for one or the other? You know, it's like uh, it's like asking uh, what's the best shoe. Depends on what you're doing. You know, snowshoes going to be terrible on a beach, and uh, flippers they're probably no good on a space mountain. So I'm. Um, Here's here's just a, a quick overview of our of our placement chart, the alignment chart, uh, the top row of our tic tac toe grid here. Uh, we have the loyal competent uh, sidekick, okay, uh, which we call we call those a cap and try hard, okay. So that also in the loyal category, we've got a loyal normie, uh, which we call those an old chum. Just a quick overview. Then of course a loyal dolt, which we usually call an orco. Okay. Uh, for those okay. uh, remember back to He-Man days, sure, helpful reference. So there's a whole neutral gamut where um, they're not necessarily dedicated to your cause, and they're not necessarily uh, indifferent of it. You've got a neutral competent, which we call an "I just work here." Uh, the neutral normie, okay. we call that a lump, uh, and the neutral dolt, it's a living. Hmm, um, that's very similar with the "I just work here" and "It's a living." Okay, because the uh, "I just work here." They're not gonna. They're not so much invested in the cause with the loyalty. Um, hey, they come out. They they do the right. work. Um, where it's a living is um, because they they have the intelligence of a Flintstone appliance. I assume, or more or less, your Flintstone appliance is <laughs> right up there. If we were allowed to, uh, you if we were allowed to function as an animal placement service, we would move a lot of Flintstone animals in that category. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then the the disloyal uh, category, which now it sounds a little sounds a little negative, but this is just an industry term. This just means that uh, 
their dedication uh, might be to their own vision and not yours. Uh, the disloyal competent, we call that a backstabber. Okay. Um, the disloyal normie is often just a relative. And uh, the disloyal dolt, a uh, very useful uh, popular category. We call that the fall guy. Uh, interesting. Um, so we have this we have this grid laid out, uh, and there are you know I can give you I can give you an in depth uh, discussion as to each quadrant and maybe even like we can we can kind of figure out what where you guys would be aiming what's going to suit your needs most when it comes to sidekickery. Okay. Who would like to start? Is there anything that caught anyone's eye or anything that sounded yes. uh, a little interesting? Yes, you there. Uh, hi, the black taint. Um, so, yeah, right away, loyalty jumps out to me. Um, I'm looking for someone who would take a bullet for me, um, whether I'm under attack or just bored. That <laughs> is going to be an important one for me. You know, taking a bullet, you'll find that loyalty is often not the most important uh, aspect when it comes to taking a bullet. Often the doltishness will, will, uh, will rank very high with um, uh, bullet absorption. Um, if, you're, if you're worried about taking a bullet, I'm going to steer you right over to a neutral dolt. Hmm, um, interesting. Here's the nice thing about a neutral dolt. Uh, and it's a living in the industry. We don't have to get I mean, that's an industry term. Uh, they do. They they fill a nice niche. Um, uh, the, the the elevator button's not working. You got a neutral dolt there who's like, oh no no seven doesn't work. You got to push it twice. All right. He he gets rid of an annoyance. Um, and like I said, he can take a bullet for you. Uh, the only con to using a neutral dolt in that instance would be he could fuck that up. He might fuck up taking a bullet for you. Um, have you ever opened a drawer and found that you have a hole punch in there, and then you just have some oh, shit, I want a scrap paper that I can just punch some holes and kind of just play around with that. Is that scrap paper a neutral dolt? That's kind of one thing that I'm looking for here. <laughs> now, imagine imagine the human equivalent of that. I am trying, yes. Right, so the neutral, the neutral dolt, like I said, is usually going to take one or two. If you want something that absorbs just a whole bunch, mm -hmm. then we got to kind of branch out on that spectrum. I would go, uh, I would go up one to the loyal dolt. Um, these, uh, I mean, before calling them an orco, we used to call them an, uh, a damage sponge. Uh, okay. it's not, it's not a very PC term anymore. Um, yeah, uh, sorry, we are amongst friends here. I, I don't want to, uh, you know, well, let me just look over my about pulling fingers off what, of henchmen what. and so on. Um, I've hey, had a little you trouble want, you in the You want to hear a loyal dolt joke? Let me look over my shoulder, bro. Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> yeah, um, you see how we do. I, I definitely don't want to go competent. I don't want them, I've got my vision, their job is to execute. I want them above henchmen, but far below anything that's competent enough. I don't need to discuss my plans with them that they can understand. <laughs> so if you, if you want to shy away from competency, and I can understand why, uh, mm. the, there, is a, there is a direct uh, inverse uh, proportion to competency and taking that bullet for you. And like I said... You want a bullet taken for you, then we want to go all the way over to the doltish category. Your loyal dolt, like I said, damage sponge. They're perfect. Often unkillable. Uh, the con <laughs> with that is often unkillable. These are bumbling <laughs> and distracting uh, okay. sidekicks. Yeah, that's uh, if, interesting. If you have a role in your, in your organization for bumbling or distraction, uh, then that would be uh, for you. Uh, the neutral dolt, uh, again, that's uh, maybe take a bolt, but could fuck it up. Now, the disloyal dolt... They're not necessarily dedicated to your plan. Uh, no one's really going to miss them when they absorb a lot. 
a lot of bullets. Yes, but uh, I do need I need I need them to be able to do something. Often not well, but uh, I, I I want them to be. I, I want them on my side, so I'm a little nervous about the disloyal. Let me tell you one more time. The disloyal dolt, it's more of a disinterest. It's not so much that they're actively okay. trying to uh, thwart you. Think of it like this. Okay. Your disloyal dolt, um, they don't really care what's going on, but one of the pros of a disloyal dolt is you can drop a comedically large stack of papers or equipment into their arms, and all they'll do is wobble and not fall down. Like, uh, this, is, this is kind of the, the sidekick who's also a doorstop, or more of a doorstop I take with me kind of thing when we're into dolt territory there. You know, I think you talked me into a disloyal dolt. You know, I was thinking, I was even thinking loyal competent. I was thinking somebody who would, I'll do the job and jump in front of somebody, you know, uh, the white knight shooting at me. Um, and uh, no. That's funny. That's funny. You know, you think you want, you think you don't want a Cape Cod and someone talks you right into a Cape Cod. <laughs> so here we are at Disloyal Dolt. You keep your eye on that Disloyal Dolt because I've got more to share. You just, you just cozy into that velour couch. One of my many velour couches here at Dr. Matchmaker's <laughs> salon. Okay. Uh, but, uh, cause I, I still have lots more to talk because, uh, we have, we've barely, we've barely gone over the normies, which, uh, you'd be surprised how, how outstandingly useful those could be. Uh, mm-hmm. Or some of our more competent uh, choices. Uh, what about you other gentlemen? Is there anything I can do to assist you in your sidekickery needs? Uh, uh, like, allow me to introduce myself. Uh, my name is General Grasshopper. And before you even get to it, I'm going to stop you right there. No, I am not Mantis Man. I am. <laughs> Everyone asks me about that. Just just because I am dressed in green like an insect. I have an egg, and I'm wearing this extra pair of arms around my torso. Everyone <laughs> thinks that I'm Mantis Man. I am not. I am General Grasshopper. What? I have a rank, okay? Yeah. I have a purpose. Uh, I have accomplished something. What What even is a man? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's this okay. Is, this, is, this is a hobby horse of mine. This is, uh, this is one of my soapboxes. I'm sorry. General, don't worry. Don't worry. I can see the rank. I understand. Uh, I, can, I can totally tell you apart. This is somewhere where we take uh, personal uh, personal relationships with our with our clients very seriously. We did have Mantis Man in here last week. Mm. He was great. Um, you guys met him? He's great. He's great. Uh, love Mantis Man. Yeah, isn't Man. he the one with all those cool henchmen who have those arms? Uh, they have, like, the, the color's great. No one's doing anything like him. Anyways. Um, yeah. Love uh, that guy. And and I get him confused with Lieutenant Locust. I'll be honest about that. But uh, uh, I, I, hey, that's this is getting into. I'm, I'm not racist. I don't have a mm. racist bone in my body. I I can't even see uh, uh, arthropods. Arthropods. Some of my best friends are insects. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, have, have you had Sergeant Cicada in here? Not in the last fourteen years. I don't want. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been thirteen. We're waiting. We'll mm. hold it a little bit longer, but. Uh, <laughs> It's either it's either next year or he's out the game. <laughs> it's always the thing with him; you can never tell. Um, so, General General Grasshopper, what is it that uh, what is it that you might be looking for in uh, so in, in, in sidekickery today? I was attracted by your uh, neutral competent option uh, because I feel like you know, tell me if I'm wrong. You got competence, so you get things done. You know, they're you not do. they're not screwing things up, but they're neutral and they don't really care about your uh, cause or anything. They're just going to show up, clock in, do their job and clock out. You know, I don't have to worry about it like them usurping me. 
No one's going to rise up because they don't care enough. But they're also not going to screw things up or go against me. I think this seems like the perfect uh, option for me. You've you've entirely hit upon it. With your loyal, competent, a cap and try hard. Mm. Uh, I mean, like you said, shit's getting done. But the con is, it makes you look bad. Who's driving this ship? Mm-hmm. Or is it to whom are we driving? I don't know. I bet he knows. It's making <laughs> you look bad. <laughs> when you've got a disloyal, competent... Again, things are getting done, and everyone says, hey, keep those enemies close. But the the constant threat of being usurped. Like, the pro is, it's a telegraphed betrayal. You know it's coming. But with a backstabber, uh, the pro, they, I mean, they smile in your face. The con being, all the time, they, they want to take your place. <laughs> so I like that you've avoided those. Ex- yeah, the backstabbers. You're, you're a man that looks like he's busy. He needs to get stuff done. Um, you've got all those grasshopper arms going all over you. Uh, those aren't mantis arms, are they? No, no, grasshopper. No, I can are, see. Do they look raptorial? They, they, you know what? It's just the angle. It's the angle. The way they're dangled on those strings. You know, the if you had someone I to straighten them out for you, with. a neutral competent. This is ridiculous. Um, so this is the best help that money can buy. But you, the con, you will be buying. These are services that you, that you pay for uh, often quite dearly. Um, the only major con to a, a neutral competent is they will they will give invaders detailed directions to your lair at the slightest provocation. Um, uh, so if if that's the kind of security that you need, then maybe you maybe neutral competent isn't for oh, you. Oh, it's that's not a problem. I have a volcano lair. They're impenetrable. <laughs> I gotta, it's the perfect I gotta, lair, I gotta, as, I gotta, everyone I gotta as everyone knows. As everyone knows. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think a neutral competent, like you said, you know, it's just, it's just a, a guy doing a job. Uh, your vision is, your vision stays your vision, mm-hmm. you know? They're just doing the I'll paperwork. I'll take as many as you've got. Exactly. <laughs> That's good because I actually have quite a few to cite to you. Um, so where is that, uh, volcano layer, by the way? Just curious. Undisclosed location. Uh, Earth. Okay. Planet okay. Earth. Do you know yeah. how many planets there are? I told you the exact planet. Uh, I, it's only a matter of time at this point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, sir, there. Is there anything I can do to help uh, uh, complete your, your duality of uh, deeds? Yeah, well, uh, thank you, first of all, for, for having us in in, in this. But I, I love this uh, group shopping experience uh, because, you know, a superhero such as myself, uh, it's great to, to get a little... Uh, FaceTime with the uh, with the villains and uh, maybe learn their secret locations. Hey, this is a nerd. Uh, so yeah, my uh, my name is uh, Captain S. Courageous and uh, <laughs> uh, Gr- General Grasshopper. I totally understand your uh, frustration. Those uh, assholes at MGM won't get off my back. I, I am not affiliated with Captain's Courageous, the nineteen thirty seven movie. <laughs> Uh, it is Captain S. Courageous. The S stands for superhero. It's so freaking obvious. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I feel like a, a year ago this time, I was okay with uh, whatever kind of sidekick uh, came my way. I really wasn't too picky, but, um, you know, what, I, what I'm really curious to see is how... Uh, you how your agency is able to adapt in in a covid environment so you know a year ago i would have been on the streets of central city fighting crime uh fist to fist to face as they say um but now here we are i, I don't really want to go outside at all so i'm kind of wondering 
what can I, you know, what can a sidekick offer me that I can maybe put them a little more at risk? By the way, the whole time Captain S. Courageous is talking, General Grasshopper and I are just making the jack-off motion. (laughs) (laughs) I was, too. Um, (laughs) The guy he's talking to. I was... (laughs) No respect. I was doing it and nodding at them. Um, One one hand with the jack-off motion, the other pointing at me. Right. All three. (laughs) Be clear. To be clear, this is this is you. Mm -hmm. To be clear, this guy, Uh, Captain S. Courageous. Uh, uh, The S stands for super. Superhero. Superhero. Captain Superhero Courageous. Of course. Uh, There's this almost fits. uh, This is suspiciously uh, useful. As we've talked about our doltish categories and our uh, more uh, uh, competent categories, if you're not out doing anything, then this is the perfect time for you to look into a sidekick more in the normie realm. And let me walk you through this. The, there, there, there's, there's a couple different ways we can go with this, um, and it's, uh, it's almost all dependent on budget. Okay. Um, Starting with a disloyal normie, someone they're not dedicated to your cause and they're not they're anything special. These are relatives. Um, uh, often it's a cousin. Uh, your aunt wants him out of the house. You, you, two, you two used to be close, and he's family. The the benefit of a disloyal normie, they think you're great. They're, this is all new to them. That's amazing. The con is they're like, wait, should we be doing this? They're likely to rat on you. Uh the the other choice, if, if money is uh, more flowing through your coffers, if your war chest is rather full, I would suggest a loyal normie, which we call an old chum. Uh, uh, they're great. Uh, they they think you're great. Is the nice is the pro about them? The con is they're not so great. And often, <laughs> depending on the age of your loyal normie, your old chum may require several um, lawsuits to keep things quiet. But again, this is an indoor sidekick. Uh, and the only one I would round this out with is a neutral normie, which is often not a thing. If you have no money whatsoever, then I'm going to suggest uh, this category. It's cost-effective. Anyone in the background of your vision uh, could be your sidekick. Uh, any supercomputer that you're just shouting to uh, could be your sidekick. Any any voice that only you can hear could be your sidekick. <laughs> The only con to a neutral normie is that they don't exist, and it does highlight your loneliness and flaws. Hmm. I feel like I might be somewhere in between those last two. So let me. Here's here's what I'm looking for. I don't want to go outside myself. Agreed. Uh, I do want someone to go out for me, though. I don't want this person in here uh, with me the entire time. Uh, I might send them out uh, to fight crime, but I might just uh, send them out to the grocery store and have them run some errands so I I can stay at home. But the key is, uh, I realize that they're taking on some risk, and some of them, you know, I'm going to need some sort of quantity because, uh, let's be honest, we're going to lose quite a few. But... I still maybe want to have kind of a social distant hangout and uh, somebody to talk to. I'm kind of lonely. Like maybe we, maybe we can talk about uh, the latest sports mascot bracket we saw someone uh, voting on, and which which uh, minor league hockey mascot is the zaniest. Uh, you know, some, something uh, topical. Uh, for a loyal normie, I've got a guy that used to be a captain tryhard. Uh, his name is uh, Second Lieutenant Tryhard. He would have loved to have made captain. But 
he switched the game. He gave up trying so hard, and now he's just he's just an old chum. Uh, he's he's not he's not pushing the boundaries. He's not so competent, but you know what? He can sit across the sofa and watch the game with you and uh, chat back uh, about what's going on. So uh, I'm gonna send I'm gonna send you two home. Uh, uh, General Grasshopper, where did you end up on this chart? Uh, I believe neutral competent was what I was looking for. Neutral competent. I'm going to suggest Nuevo Productions in India. They send uh, the best textbooks possible. Uh, We'll get a contract set up with them. And I wish I could say that I that was a joke company that I maybe currently work for. <laughs> great new great new name change there, guys. Um, and then I think uh, I think uh, back there you wanted uh, uh, you were looking for a disloyal dolt, the black taint, correct? Yes, that's correct. I'm gonna go with any Gobot, uh, specifically Scooter, <laughs> even though you're gonna say how is. How is Scooter a disloyal dolt? He didn't care. If they stopped telling him to drive places, he'd stop going to them. Um, <laughs> I will have that hole punch out for the very first day because Scooter exactly. drives me mad. And don't think I'm dissatisfied with this choice, by the way. <laughs> this pleases the black taint. It helps that he has that big, stupid face. Uh, right. Really makes just it more satisfying when you shoot him. Tear holes that's in the him. Top, that's the number one thing on his resume. Is a Scooter big, stupid face? Um, wow, same thing for T-Bob. <laughs> Anyways, um, well, thank you gentlemen for coming to my salon, Dr. Matchmaker's salon. I enjoy anyone filling up all my countless velour couches. Yeah, Mr. Matchmaker, I really appreciate the experience. Uh, in fact, uh, the... <laughs> Suck up. Handy... <laughs> Excuse me? Uh, sorry, Jack I off intention. my throat. Jack off motion incre- uh, intensifies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, what I really appreciated was the now I'm also the, doing the, the dandy dandy chart uh, that you uh, doing both. <laughs> you know, I actually uh, found the chart on Twitter. I follow this account at Free Legal Pod, and uh, mm-hmm. I noticed the uh, your your sidekick chart was was posted there. So I think it helped <gasps> my shopping experience. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's okay. Uh, now it's... I'm giving myself the jack off motion. <laughs> 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 Nicely jacked off. I, I I ask a general grasshopper. I, I position myself with my back to uh, to Captain S. Courageous and ask General Grasshopper to pull my finger. You have a little trouble with your your costume hands, mm. but eventually you do yeah. it, and I fart right on uh, the hero. <laughs> oh, pardon me. So sorry. So sorry. Got yeah. him. <laughs> Got his ass. Uh, well, if uh, you want to hear more episodes that end when I pull my finger joke, uh, or a rapper gun us, noise, <laughs> uh, let us know. Rapper gun noise or pull my finger joke, email us at freelegalpod at gmail.com. And to see the black taint, uh, check us out on Instagram. Uh, you'll be, uh, this is flagrant false advertising, but anyway, check us out on Instagram. We're free legal advice podcast. And as Grant always says, Matt, you're an idiot. Our email address is at free legal advice at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at free legal pod. I say that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And if you like the show, see if you can get Mantis man on here. We would love to talk to Mantis man. (laughs) That'd be such a get. You guys imagine? Uh, my beans are steaming right now. <laughs> <laughs> Some somebody smells steam beans. <laughs> uh.
Classic bit. Episode 25. My friend had a blow dart gun. Yes. <laughs> also had just like plastic pellets you too. friends with headhunters? Well, <laughs> look, some of us were not so supervised this as our family was. my time in New Guinea. <laughs> yes. And driving his crummy car, he <laughs> shot a blow gun at a dart at Corey. It was a, just a plastic thing, no needle in that mm-hmm. dart. But missed him or something. And whatever. Then he goes into my into the basement and out the basement window, he a- takes aim at Corey, who's sitting on his moped, and shoots him. It's like, oh, you're on my moped, so that's the crime or something. I don't know. Whatever. Wait, how could he have had a moped and his car? I don't know. Some parts of the story I don't remember so clearly. <laughs> the main parts we go were like this. Playing backgammon, uh, discussing Wittgenstein. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. I said something about Benjamin Disraeli, and I heard <laughs> snap. <laughs> and Corey goes, "Oh, oh, my leg, my leg, my leg!" And then uh, my friend Ryan says, "Oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry," or you know, like, "Hey, sorry, little buddy." And Corey goes, "That didn't hurt." And then it's like, "Oh." oh. <laughs> you- Technically, 10 pumps is the most pumps that go to BB gun. Nah. <laughs> but we pushed those limits. We yes, ran into exactly. that ceiling hard. Ryan was the Chuck Yeager of pumps in a BB gun. Nah. <laughs> and, Broke the and pump put barrier. in that many. And then maybe even I pulled the trigger, possibly, um, and slapped <laughs> him in the thigh. And then he had something bigger than a coaster of blood, like a mark on his jeans. And it was like, oh, no, oh, no, now I'm going to be in trouble. You're okay, you're okay, you're okay, don't tell mom. Much crying. And now, when he tells the story, he said a BB came out. I do not think that was the case. I think it's more like getting a real crazy towel whip kind of a thing. Like, just the smack and impact. Did cut his jeans, did make him bleed like hell. I do not think an actual BB was in his leg. What I do know is that I tried like hell... To, to get him to, like, be my, you're my best friend, you're my best friend, <laughs> I love you. Um, don't tell my please, don't tell my, look, look, you if you tell her, my baseball cards. if you, you tell her, we're probably both going to get into trouble, you know? Yeah, Which is also not too that. far from the truth, by the way. She was, true, uh, true. yes. Um, so what I did to the now, like, you know, five-inch to six-inch circle of blood on his jeans, um... I just poured bleach on it, and it's like, all right, that'll Ugh. hold it for a little bit. And then we washed them, put him in the washing machine, ran the wash. Oh. The, <laughs> you poured I mean, bleach I, on the jeans. I'm like, you bleached his wound? What the? Yeah, no. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that's what you meant. Like, too. Is that a like, remedy Jesus. I'm not aware of? What the hell? Here, drink this bleach. It'll heal your BB gun I'm, wound. I'm waiting for Matt to, to react. He's like, okay, no. Matt didn't react. No, what was, the hell do no. I not know about bleach? <laughs> No, you just pour bleach on a wound. So he put a stick in his mouth and he bit down hard. (laughs) And we cut his leg off. No one will ever know. So I I let the bleach sit on the jeans for a while, like, till it looked like it might be good and out. And then it's like, hmm, they seem to be getting very white. And then I put them in the wash and it pretty much disintegrated in a pile of rot, like white rot that was around there that was now like eight inches. It destroyed the jeans completely and it was a like... Well, also somehow try not to tell mom about this, and oh, we're just in a lot of trouble here. Turn internet over.